This is an ABC podcast. Hello there. How are you? My name's Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Welcome to News Time. This is a show where we count down our favourite news stories of the week, and I think you're going to love the stories I've chosen today. So, are you ready to go? Yes, we're ready. Cool. Well, let's go. Story number five. Now you might already know this, but the twenty-sixth of January is a special day because it's Australia Day. Australia Day can mean different things to different people. Whether you were born here in Australia, or you moved here from a different country, or maybe you're just here on holiday. What does Australia Day mean to you? It's where everyone celebrates the day. We're celebrating the um Australia flag. People also like to enjoy Australia Day by having barbecues and picnics, and at night time, watching fireworks. What do you guys usually get up to? We wave flags. I go swimming on Australia Day. Sounds fun. Well, whatever you get up to this year, I hope you have a great Australia Day. Okay, let's move on. Story number four. What comes to mind when I say robots? They just walk with their hands going up and down. Robot, <laughs> and they pick up people and they eat them. <laughs> oh no! I hope robots never try eating us. Well, did you know that some robots sound like this? If you want to check in, please press one. This robot helps run a hotel over in the country Japan.、Huh? It's true. And guess how many robots work in this hotel? One thousand hundred and nine. There are almost two hundred and fifty robots working at this hotel. I want to go there. In some ways, using robots to run a hotel is easier than using real people. Robots never need a break, and they never need to be paid. But after four years of running this hotel. The hotel has decided to say goodbye to half of their robots. They reckon the robots are making too many mistakes. What mistakes? Because they can't run the shop. They woke up all the people. That's right. Lots of people who stayed at the hotel said the robots woke them up in the middle of the night. I'll just throw it out in the rubbish bin. And I'll get recycled. Put them in the police car. I don't think any of these robots were taken to jail, but they were being sent away to get fixed, and that was costing a lot of money. Okay, time to check out our next story. Story number three. Imagine if you were the last person left on Earth. What do you reckon it would be like? Weird, lonely. You'll be a bit sad. Luckily, that's not the case. But for one frog named Romeo, that's pretty much what life has been like. Romeo is a Sahuencas water frog, and he lives in a country called Bolivia. For a very long time, scientists thought that he was the last of his kind. Until now, these scientists managed to track down another Sahuencas water frog in a remote forest, and it's a girl frog. Guess what her name is?、Oh. Juliet. 
Get it? Romeo and Juliet. These two frogs will get to catch up soon. They might marry. No, they can't marry, but fish can marry with person. Hmm, who knows? Maybe one day soon we'll see little Romeo and Juliet hopping around. OK, let's hop on over to our next story. Story number two. Here's a question for you. Can you think of anything that's really, really old? The Stone Age, a dinosaur and a person. Well, here on News Time, we've done quite a few stories about ancient things that have been discovered. And just recently, some people who study ancient buried things, called archaeologists, got a little bit excited when they found a circle made of stones on a farm in Scotland. The archaeologists thought that this might be an ancient monument that was thousands of years old. They were about to take a closer look when all of a sudden they got some bad news. They weren't old. Yep, you're spot on. It turns out this stone circle wasn't very ancient after all. The person who used to own this farm said he had made the circle about 20 years ago. And the archaeologists, they were a bit disappointed, but they had to admit he'd done a pretty good job. Guess what, guys? We're up to the last story. Story number one. We're talking about losing something that's really important. Mum throwed my watch out when I was turning four. And I lost my watch and a lion. Hmm, I wonder where your lion went. Well, what if you lost your pet cat? That's what happened to one little boy's cat named Cheddar. Cheddar thought he'd found the perfect spot for an afternoon snooze. That is, until he got stuck and couldn't get out. Where do you think this spot was? In the cave? In a school badge. Car! Car! The The engine! Yes, it was a car engine. How did he get in Uh, the car engine? I think he must have found it really warm and cosy. After a lot of meowing, the little boy's dad heard Cheddar and opened up the bonnet of the car. Getting him out was a bit of a problem, though. A local car mechanic had to pull the whole engine apart. The good news is, Cheddar is now safe at home relaxing. And that's it! We've reached the end of the countdown. And you know what that means? It's time for me to start looking for some fresh news stories for next week's show. Thanks for listening. See you later! Bye!